It's Our Universe with Aurelian Balan. So you're at the grocery store and quickly scan an item at the self-checkout. All of a sudden, the price appears, you pay, and head home. Once home, you hop to your desk and jiggle the mouse to wake up your computer. Finally, you put on one of those classic movies you still own on DVD or maybe even Blu-ray. Whether or not you realize it, all of those actions had a decent chance of relying on laser technology. Let's go through how lasers work and some potential applications. The word laser is an acronym for Light Amplification by Stimulated Emission of Radiation. To understand this, we need to review the basics and start with an atom. We could use any atom, but let's use hydrogen for simplicity. The most common isotope of hydrogen has one proton, one electron, and no neutrons. The electron usually sits at what scientists call the ground state energy level. Think of it as the lowest possible energy state of the atom where the electron is as close as it gets to the nucleus. Now, it's possible to excite that electron by giving it some energy. You could heat it up or electrify the system or just bump other atoms into it. Either way, some energy could be absorbed by our atom. And when that happens, the electron is promoted to a higher energy state. The electron jumps to a higher orbital. We call this an excited state. Now here's the thing. Atoms are weird in that those excited states, those higher orbitals, are discrete. That means that the jump the electron takes is highly specific. An electron might jump from the ground state to a few orbits away. In chemistry and atomic physics, we call these orbits shells. If the electron jumps from the first shell to the third shell, it will have absorbed a very specific amount of energy. It also won't want to stay at that excited state for very long, so it will spontaneously emit light, a single photon, as the electron falls back down to either the shell below or the ground state. Here's the thing. The light it emits, although spontaneously emitted, whenever it decides to fall, won't be some random amount of energy. It will be a very specific energy, since the energy absorbed was very specific, and the electron is only allowed to fall a certain place in the atom. But, left to its own, this spontaneous emission of radiation from the atom doesn't do much. Here's where the laser comes in. A laser is a device that controls the way that excited atoms release photons. If an atom is excited and a photon of the right energy comes along, one with the specific energy it would have emitted, it can cause the excited electron to fall and release a photon that now exactly lines up with the passing photon. We say this light is coherent since the wavelength of the light and the direction the photons are moving is the same. Rather than spontaneous, we say this is stimulated emission. This explains the laser acronym, light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. Say you have a bunch of atoms trapped in a chamber that are mostly in excited states. In a laser, those atoms are placed between mirrors, so this stimulated emission can happen over and over again, multiplying the number of identical photons moving the same direction. This results in a very bright light at a single wavelength that can be let out of one side of the chamber. This is the principle behind the laser. Whether you're using a laser printer, scanning a barcode, or going through laser eye surgery, the manipulation of specific energy released from atoms is behind it all. My name is Aurelian Balan, and I'm an associate professor of physics at Delta College. Tune in next week for more about our universe.